Hello streamers and welcome back to the Stream Coach podcast. Have you ever felt like you miss the wave whenever it comes to streaming or have you ever felt like maybe you're too young or you're too old or you just don't fit the core demographic of that like 18 to 24 year old white man? Today's episode is definitely for you then. So even if you're not in one of those like outside demographics, you're not part of a, of a marginalized group of people, this could give you some insight into those different perspectives and it can also kind of help you figure out with some clarity, what is streaming going to be like whenever we grow older? Like what's it going to be like whenever streamers have been around for 20 25 or 30 years is twitch even going to be around at that point what's live streaming going to look like everything's going to be in like vr and ar it's going to be crazy i'm so excited so today we're going to be talking to from the 70s about what life is like as an older streamer and he really inspires us today to like get up and just get started regardless of how old you are your gender uh, the color of your skin any anything anything that we feel like might be able to to hold us back and anything that we think is going to be a disadvantage it doesn't mean that we still just should get started right so let's go ahead and jump into the interview with from the 70s hello everyone and welcome back to the stream coach podcast today with us we have twitch and warframe partner from the 70s what's up hello How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Good. So I was <laughs> I was doing a little bit of research, by the way, and I got onto your website and it said mm -hmm. that you used to be able to, or I don't know if you still can, sight read for clarinet. That is 100% correct. I can't anymore, but I, I used to be able to sight read the clarinet. That's correct. You know what's hilarious mm -hmm. is I did the same thing, but like in sixth grade. Right. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Same for me. <laughs> yeah. It was a while ago. Sixth grade for me was probably longer ago than for you. A little bit, a little bit. But it makes you feel like, like you kind of know what you're talking about, right? It makes you feel a little important. You're like, I, I used to be able to sight read. This was a thing exactly. that I did in my life. It wasn't. That's an accomplishment, actually. I think it is. It is. It was really cool to be able to do it. You literally look at music, and it comes out of your instrument. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Oh my, it's, it's another language, right? Oh, completely. Mm. Absolutely. So cool. Okay, so we're going to get into like your streaming journey, your partnership journey. We're going to talk about luck a little bit. I think that mm. portion is going to be fun. And we're going to talk about uh, the like older demographic on Twitch and kind of like getting into, into that journey and experience so let's just start at like the very oh. beginning though which is how did you find twitch and start streaming how long of a story would you like oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've been thinking about how to answer this question actually and there there's the 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 short long version and the long long version i'll give you the short long version. sounds good uh i actually found twitch playing uh dc universe online and was exceedingly bored because I didn't have anybody to play with. So I figured, well, maybe I'll go check out this Twitch thing and see if there's anybody playing the game. Now, if you look at the directory now, it is empty. And it was back then, too. So I didn't have a whole lot of choice as far as when it came to streamers. And there's a whole side story about my worst, awful first experience with Twitch. 
Um, the streamer that I went into was did everything wrong, shouted me out while I was lurking, having never been on Twitch before. Uh, just, just all kinds of nonsense. So from that, that laid the groundwork for me to kind of know that Twitch was there. And I started playing Warframe and ran into the same situation. I was like, you know, DCUL, there were some people there. So I got into the Warframe directory. And of course, there's all these people. And I got to know a couple of them as, as we were playing the game together. And one day, uh, four of them, and I won't name names necessarily right now, uh, did a world record event. And I watched the whole thing for eight and a half hours. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm really getting into this, I guess. And, and, and watching what they were doing, something just kind of clicked in my brain and was like, I could do this. Why am I not doing this? You know, I don't know. There was no, it wasn't like, it's kind of a weird epiphany to have after watching, you know, nine hours of streaming to be like, I should totally waste my time like this, you know, (laughs) but but that's how I got started. And then I just decided to try it and I haven't stopped. That is so awesome. So what are you currently streaming and like, what does your schedule look like? Okay. So I actually have a pretty laid out schedule where, um, a lot of the things you talk about where I start with Warframe and that would be, uh, there's exceptions, of course, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 7 p.m. Central. And I go for about three and a half, four hours. M- Mondays being the only day I don't start on Warframe. Generally, I start on, an- on another game called Closers, which is by Mass Entertainment. And I'm a partner with them as well. <laughs> ping, ping them for you. Um, and that's yeah, generally. And then a lot of the games that we play are uh, like Jackbox, uh, chat interactive stuff like. Uh, Immortal Redneck. Uh, we've done Dead Cells. I'm never playing that again, though. Uh, <laughs> I like I like things that actually brings chat into the actual game that we're playing, or or where I can have people participate. Ooh, that's so yeah. good. Okay, so marbles. Thank you. I forgot about marbles. Oh yeah, everyone loves marbles right now. Um, marbles is fun. That is the freaking rage. And it's so lazy. All you have to do is type play and you're playing. Yes. It's so nice. I love it. As a streamer, it's like your dream, right? Exactly. It's your dream. Yeah. It's it's easy to get people excited and they get to be invested in the game. That's fantastic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you stream mostly Warframe. That's kind of like where you mostly. start and then and then go off and, and have fun in other places. So right. the Warframe community is I don't know if you feel like this currently, but for a while there, everyone was trying to get into Warframe, mm-hmm. right? Because that's kind of one of those games where uh, there's new content that's released randomly, right? And it's it's kind of like World of Warcraft where you get some some new stuff to do and then all of a sudden it's the hot thing again. Oh, yeah, for about a month and then it starts dwindling down again. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets real hot and then it, and then it cools off. Until the until the next one, and I think what really makes it tough with Warframe is the fact that since it's a free to play game, people have no problem just setting it back down. Ooh, you know, yeah. So there's no there's no investment in like okay, well I've paid money to do this, I need to stay on it, which is which is a you know it's a pro and a con. Um, but it it, it literally didn't come as a decision to oh i'm going to succeed in the warframe directory i just like playing warframe and so i started streaming playing warframe that's awesome for me anyway so 
Okay, so you actually ended up choosing a game that worked out really well for you. That doesn't happen mm-hmm. a ton. Like, that's not common. No. The, the advice is generally, like, don't listen to people that say, just stream what you love. But you mm-hmm. were one of those people that it seemed to work out for. Yes, and, that's where that luck comes in. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. I, I almost, I was like, oh, do I, do we, like, do we hit that now? Do we, like, get into that topic now? Because that's such a big part of the Twitch journey, I think. A lot of people see um, luck as this huge, uh, almost uh, like paranormal thing, right? They think that it's Mm, like it's out there and there's just the luck fairy and she's going to sprinkle her dust on you and you're just magically going to be in the right place at the right time and your channel will take off. And so you've got a lot of people that are streaming like six or seven days a week. They're trying to stream like underneath these people that are super massive, hoping for a host or something. But hope isn't necessarily a strategy. Like, it's not something that's going to grow your channel. So uh, let's talk about, like, what portion of your success do you actually attribute to luck? What portion of my success? I'd say probably maybe about 10, 15 percent. Yeah. To luck. There's there's going to be there's going to be some luck in it. And we always talk about RNG, you know, random number generator in, in Warframe where uh, RNG plays a, a factor into, into what loot you get when you when you do stuff, and and that is kind of true for streaming a, a little bit, but you can't plan on it. All you can do is just continue working on what you're working on and and and, and try to improve what you're doing. It's not good. luck isn't you know you you don't. I, I'm trying to remember how, how the saying goes, but you don't play the lottery like it's a savings account. Ooh. You know. I like that. And because it's never going to pay off. It, it'll pay off for one person in, you know, a billion, but <laughs> but yeah. it's not, you know, you're, you're not going to make money playing the lottery. So do you feel like if someone reduces all of your growth down to, oh, you just got lucky. Do you feel like that's kind of offensive to the, the amount of work that you've had to do? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, not 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 just offensive, but maybe either uninformed or intentionally being belligerent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, it could be very trolly. Yeah, I, I still can't remember the saying, but there was a, a violinist where it's like, um, you know, they say, "Oh, God gave you such a talent." He's like, "Yeah, I only had to, you know, it only took me 15 years of, of work and practice to get God to notice." I guess. Oh my gosh, you know? so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. That's like such a a big part about streaming. I feel like so many people consider this this luck factor such a huge factor. They think like. Oh, in order to yeah. grow, because there's so many streamers now, you just have to get lucky. But it's there's a lot of effort that it takes to quote unquote get lucky, right? Like that's mm-hmm. difficult to do to even like say, oh, I, I, we just got lucky. No, no, there's so much time and effort. So, okay, so you started streaming. Uh, you're streaming the Warframe content, doing pretty good with it, and you've got a really mm-hmm. consistent schedule. Right. I think you I feel mm-hmm. like you take your schedule really seriously from all the research that I did about you, like the the stuff that I did watch from you. Uh, how important do you feel like a schedule really is to seeing growth on Twitch? Very, <laughs> very important from my perspective. It may not be for everybody because there are streamers that are successful, successful that have no schedule whatsoever. Um, but from what I've seen and, and, and this may fall back into my age bracket, too, like we were talking about. Yeah. It if if I don't schedule something, people miss it. 
And if I don't keep my schedule, I get questions. I get calls. <laughs> I actually, I get calls from people. Where are you? It's like, I told you I'm off today. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so it, it, it's very important. I'm actually using Twitch's own event system now. I, uh, started using that about a month ago and I actually put every stream in there that I'm going to do in the next month. Wow. So you update it once a month. Yeah, once a week, once every two weeks, whenever I get around to it. Oh, okay. But I, I try to keep a month's worth in there if I can. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, and you know, it's just another another tool that Twitch gives us that you can use. I mean, we could I could use a Google Calendar or whatever, but. Yeah. What do you feel like sticking to your schedule and making sure that, like, everyone, all of the people that are watching you know what your schedule is? Mm-hmm. How do you feel like that has been beneficial to your channel? What does that do from the or for the viewers? For the viewers, they they know they can count on me being there. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't I haven't broken that promise that I've made. Okay, I'm going to stream these days, and I'll see you then. And what's great is when I hit the start stream button, there's usually at least already twenty thirty people there waiting. You know, like, hey, good to see you. Da, da, da. And we have a little pre-stream chat. And then, yeah, Sam is like number one, always saying, well, he doesn't say first, but. <laughs> <laughs> he just it's, throws a cap at face. He throws a cap at me, yeah. And it, it, it's just one of those things where it it, it it doesn't just breed familiarity. It it allows for some consistency in some people's life, I think, where it's like, okay, I know it's seven o'clock. On a Monday, we're going to have a stream. Let's go. And if I'm not there, then yeah, there's problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People call you. That blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. People actually call you to make sure that you show up. That's, I'm like, what? Like, okay. This is serious. <laughs> you, you've taken it so seriously to the point where your community takes it so seriously too. They're like, where mm-hmm. are you? You're one minute late and you get a bunch of phone calls. <laughs> I want to, can I answer Tasty Peach Studios question there? Do I ever stream when I'm ill? No, absolutely not. If I cannot put on at least a 90% good product, I don't stream. Mm. I, I, I take the night off if I have to. It's rare. But that's just that's my particular feeling on that. Yeah, I think that's smart. That gives you room to relax if if you had like a rough day at work or if you're just like feeling kind of burned out. Right. If you just need some time. And, And the fortunate thing for me is I actually enjoy the act of streaming. So if I've had a rough day at work, if I stream, my night gets better. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, but if I'm like actually sick and, you know, in the bathroom or whatever, yeah, I'm not going to stream through that. I'm not going to make you guys suffer through that. Right. If you're like throwing up on stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Consistency yeah. is important. <laughs> it's not that important. You know, yeah. Like my wife said, health is number one. Health comes first. Yeah. Prioritizing yourself and your personal life is so huge. Right. Okay. So. Let's get into, I think, like the first thing that somebody notices when they stop into your channel. So you've even got some stuff going right now. You've got all these lights. You have a disco ball. Like I, I turned it on what? for you. You want me to? Uh, oh, I'm so proud. Oh, can we see it? Oh, 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 there it is. What's up? You can't see this if you're 
or if you're listening to it through the podcast, but there is a disco ball. It is on brand with the from the seventies brand. I'm really liking it. It's huge. Yeah. A. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. No, nope, hey. I'm stopping there. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay, so what is this disco ball all about? It's the disco. It's my stream. It's the disco. We're, we're always playing good music that you can dance to. Is it Saturday's music? Not always, no. And now, see, this I have to explain. I have to explain this to everybody. Do it. I am from the 70s. I'm not a time traveler. I didn't come here from the 70s. I was manufactured in the 70s or born in the 70s. I lived through the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. I like the music from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. Nice. See? I mean, that's it's on brand. It's on brand. Absolutely. From the 70s with a disco ball. So what? let's talk about branding a little bit then. So what is, uh, what is branding? About, let's talk about branding oh, first. Oh, look at you with the shirt and everything. Let's, let's talk about Let's talk about branding for a second. I'm very impressed. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, to me, branding is the ability to take iconography and burn it into people's minds so that when they see that, they think, ah, you, I know what that's about. Mm. Without having a a second thought. And being able to associate good feelings with it, being able to associate having a good time with it is, is what I always try to do. That's awesome. I love mm-hmm. that. So when we ended and everybody always asks, we ended up on a duck because of disco duck. Wait, what's disco duck? Oh, you are so oh. young. Ugh, <laughs> you don't I you, you might want to know. Uh but I would urge you and your listeners, if you want to know what a disco duck is, to just Google Disco Duck and listen to the wonderful music in the seventies that we used to listen to. When I was small. Oh, Disco Duck is an album. It's a song. Oh, it's a song. It's a it's okay. a it's a one hit wonder from 1977. Oh I think. my gosh! Okay, we're gonna have to. And yeah, it's it is absolutely horrible. Yay! <laughs> That's my favorite. It's like awful music. Let's go. Oh, so, y- y'all are definitely gonna have fun with this after this interview is over. <laughs> Okay, so we covered branding. How important do you feel like it is for people to put time and energy and like thought into developing a brand that really makes sense? If you want to grow, if you want to succeed, spend more time on that. Spend as much time as you can on that and get it locked. It took me a solid two weeks to come up with what I was even going to start streaming with because my previous, my previous, you know, name that I went by in the internet, my alias was something stupid, right? Like a lot of people have just whatever that they've, you got to sit down and you got to start from square one and okay, this is going to be my name. This is what it's going to be about. This is going to be my, my icon. Obviously the disco ball goes with the seventies and you know, I've got, you, you know, you know, it's got to be included with everything. And it took me weeks. And then finally it was like, oh, this is perfect. And that's what I acted on. So it's, it's very important to, to get that branding to the point where people can see it and immediately recognize what it is or who it is. 
Mm, I like that. Do you if feel that like makes sense? Do you feel like the duck, the disco ball, the from the seventies, that that contributed to your growth as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, it's that it's that seventies guy. I get that a lot. <laughs> nice. So if you're here's here's my question. You're streaming mm-hmm. Warframe, which can at times become a really saturated directory, uh, mm-hmm. and then at times it's it's not so saturated, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're also kind of taking the the success from Warframe and you're taking that over into other directories as well. And you're spending time right. like focusing in other spaces. So mm-hmm. where did where did your growth actually come from in order for you to get partnered? Are we talking about just on when I decided to apply or when just from the beginning? From the beginning. How did you grow? How did you get people to, to give a crap? There's so many streamers. There's 3 million people on the platform. Like why, how did you get them to come and watch you? You're, you're going to hate this, but it's my overlay. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had just the most, just outlandish, ridiculous stuff on my stream. Um, and, and Chad will have to help me with this. Probably I've had, I've had, yeah, I've worn a duck mask. Uh, I, I flip the stream upside down. Uh, I give random compliments to people, uh, that they can redeem. A lot of these are redeemable things that they can, uh, spend points. Uh, There's a TV in the middle of my stream. I mean, like right in the middle of my stream, there's TV that does stuff. It plays animations and stuff. Um, yeah. See, these guys are listing stuff off. And so what I've done is, is, to keep my stream interesting, I, I sat down and I thought, okay, I'm not a super interesting guy, but I want the stream itself, even if I wasn't there, to be interesting enough to hold people's attention, like almost trying to automate it, if that makes any kind of weird, stupid oh, sense. That is so, so interesting. I've got, I've got 30 or 40 animations that people can just fire off constantly. I've got... All these things people can, we've even done creative streams where I've sat down with chat and we've made animations together to have on the stream. Um, I I want there, I've taken the whole thing of, you know, you don't want there to be any dead air. I've taken that and I've just ran with it. (laughs) I don't only, not only don't want there to be dead air, I don't want there to be less than any two sources of sound at any one point. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I need to be talking, there needs to be music playing, and something else needs to be happening. So it's it's just overload a lot of the time. And and we end up calling it the clown fiesta because I'll have I'll have an animation playing, I'll have music playing, I'll be talking, an alert will go off, and you know, it's just like just noise and craziness and yeah. Oh my gosh, that is a lot. That's like overload. overload. Exactly, exactly. That's really and interesting. It's, it's not for everybody. <laughs> right. That is for sure. Absolutely. I think it's really smart that you're thinking of how can I automate this? That's not really something that I've heard most streamers talk about because mm. streaming is very much not a process you can automate. Like you can put reruns right. up and that works for for certain types of content. Like it does really well for ASMR. 
But mm -hmm. for most streams, if you do a rerun, you're going to get a very, very, very small portion of your original viewership because the value yeah. of live content is that it's live and that it isn't automated. Do you feel like there's exactly. do you feel like there's any potential for Twitch in the future to rely a bit more on automation and to build that into the platform in a way that is um, in a way that is, is going to work and is interesting to actually watch? I don't think so. Because all the automation I'm talking about is stuff that happens on the back end, right? Where, okay, somebody can call up an animation, and, and they, but you have to be there to do it. So if there's nobody there to do it, no, the animations are going to run because there's nobody running that command. And I'm also talking about things where when I change scenes or if I have a certain thing I want to do, I want to hit like one button and it happened. I'll be like, okay, hold on. I have to go over to OBS and click this thing and make sure this is turned on. And you know, you know what I, mean? I want it all just prepackaged and ready to go, which is why I really like uh, slobs for, for people that are new streamers. It's amazing. That it's all built in there. I, I, that should, I wish it was there two years ago, but um, as far as automating content, I, yeah. I don't think that that actually works would work too well possibly yeah i don't know i would love to see the day where like a streamer can step away for a week and there's an easy way for them to create something that's going to be uh, super valuable right because like i said the the bulk of streams the value comes from being able to interact with someone while they're live they're on a camera but right. I, i'd love streamers to be able to to pursue a healthier lifestyle where they can actually like go on vacation and they don't have to come back and lose like 40,000 subscribers looking at you ninja it's crazy Ouch. crazy yeah it's it, it's it, it is definitely a lifestyle choice to be a streamer if you want to be successful it's yeah it's yeah rough. it is definitely a lifestyle okay so let's get back to like your your actual streaming journey at this point you figured okay. out what content you like to stream uh you figured out the growth and you're seeing a good amount of numbers good amount of people come back um warframe is probably doing really well for you at this point so mm -hmm. talk to us about your partnership journey what what was that like it was it was rough does it does anyone anybody want to guess how many times i applied do you want to guess? 11. Uh, that's, that's a lot, but no, that's that's too many. I didn't apply that many Ooh. times. Oh, my God. That's so, like, <laughs> if it's close, that's a lot. <laughs> hey, I applied I applied seven times. No, Zalandros. Jeez. Wow. Seven times? Seven times. Was this? I applied seven times. Was this recent, yeah. or did you, when, when did you get partnered? No, this was after I had been streaming for a year, and I felt my numbers and my content was good enough to actually go for it. And, and previous to that, I had actually applied once or twice just to get used to the rejection. So, <laughs> so the year prior, I was applying, waiting for the decline, and then immediately reapplying. And just I just kept it in the air. Wow. So that you were just time. kind of like you were just waiting for them to say yes. I was I was kind of waiting for them to say yes. And this last time I actually did something about it. And went to all of my uh, streamer friends was like, hey, I'm actually I'm going to try this time. Help me out if you would, please. Whatever you can do. OK. And I got some really good help from my friends. And uh, I also got a massive 
draw post from Warframe. So that that kind of helped push me over the top. Ooh, that's nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think there's something to be said whenever it comes to uh, having your friends help you, right? Like mm. utilizing your connections, not necessarily using people and, and being manipulative or anything, but definitely like asking for, for help from time to time. Do you mm. feel like that's something that you would encourage other people to do as well? Sure, absolutely. As long, you know, as long as you know the person you're talking to, I wouldn't like go to somebody that's in in a, in a top directory and go, "Hey, would you host me?" You know, like you were talking about, somebody emailed you. Yeah. No, yeah. but I mean, my friend, my friends that I'm that are streamers that I am friends with now, absolutely. I wouldn't just hit up a random person, but yeah, networking is real important. Absolutely. Yeah, it helps a lot. So how does somebody, for, for someone who doesn't know how to network, what does that process look like? It starts with lurking. Then it starts with chatting. Then it come, Then you spend time in someone's stream, get to know them. And, and that's what real, literally what you have to do. It's, it's making, you just make friends, which it, it's easy for me to just say, just make friends, you know? No, it's you have to join other communities and decide which communities if you best either best match what you're looking for or the streamer that you admire. I've done that before. I actually befriended somebody that I admired when I first started and don't meet your heroes, people. Um, <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, There's that a can happen. There. There's a story there. But um, another streamer that I admired, we're actually solid friends. I could I could call this guy up and he'd take a plane out here right now if I told him to. But um, it's because every community is different. Every streamer is different. You you the way that you network is going to look like however you've made friends in real life. If that's old school, like, you know, my generation going to the bar and, and just chatting up people that work doing the same work that you do, then that's one way to do it. Uh, TwitchCon is coming. Hello. Uh, what else we got? Um, yeah, that's all I got right now. I'm saying I'm a lot. No, you're good. There's <laughs> social media. There's hanging out in other social streams. Media. There's um, creating, like, even, I think, creating content for specific people could be part of that process. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody yeah. asks you a question and you make a YouTube video for them, I would consider that networking even spending time in other discords. It's just the people aspect of Twitch. It's literally spend time being with people, on their, get to know being them. on their podcast. Yeah. Being on their podcast, <laughs> getting to know new people. It's awesome. It's such a huge part of of the partnership journey, the Twitch streaming journey in general, like networking is is huge. I think a, a standard quote for this is like your network is your net worth. That's something that's used in the like entrepreneurship space quite a bit, the business space quite a bit. People consider like your friends are how you create things, which is going to generate like your wealth or your success or your whatever goal it is that, that you're looking for. Right. So exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a reality of life as human beings. We're social creatures. We're, we're meant to get to know people and, and get to know others and see who we vibe with. So you got partnered, right? You, you saw mm -hmm. all this growth 
hit the partnership. Mm -hmm. What does your community and just the Twitch community in general need to know about that post partner life? You, you get a check mark next to your name. Oh, dang. What? <laughs> wow. Literally nothing has changed for me. My goal and my mission and everything that we're doing is still exactly the same. I used to have a little check mark next to my name. That's it. That's so true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Do you feel like the Twitch community puts partnership on a pedestal? I, I saw that question, and I, I've got two completely conflicting answers for you. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yes and no. Uh, yes, absolutely, Twitch puts a partnership on a pedestal. If you went to TwitchCon this last year, you didn't get Wi-Fi unless you were a partner. It made it impossible to get an Uber unless you were a partner at TwitchCon last year. What? Still, Still a little bitter about that. Yeah, That's... last year's TwitchCon, if you were not a partner, you did not get the Wi-Fi password and you were screwed. Wow, I worked for And you couldn't use so... Wi-Fi. You couldn't use Wi-Fi, or you couldn't use, uh, you couldn't be off of the cellular either because there was no signal at all, none. That's horrible. No signal. So, yes, absolutely, Twitch puts uh, partners on a, on a pedestal. Uh, do Does Twitch put partners on a pedestal? No, not anymore. I don't have a... a uh, a partner uh, guide, do you, or whatever they're called? No. Person? Nope. No. Oh, partner manager? No. Manager, thank you. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't have a partner manager. What happened? I got a little I got a little banner with some confetti on it on my dashboard. Yup. Um, <laughs> you get the check mark and you get more emotes. Mm -hmm. Emote slots. Yeah, those, that's probably the most important thing I got with the check mark was emote slots. Yeah, that's been really nice. So what's what's the no to exactly the, chaos? To no, the, that's what I'm saying. No, they didn't. They don't anymore. It's oh okay. So you mean like Twitch as a as a business, I guess, doesn't really put partnership on a pedestal anymore. But the Twitch maybe community kind of does. Yes. Ooh, oh my god, yeah. that's such a good distinction. But there is there is still this drive that you know unless you have your check mark, you don't know what you're talking about, kind of deal, which is kind of weird. That that attitude is that I think that's more of the of the society of everybody that's in Twitch is is kind of floating around there. It's like, oh, you got your check mark, you, and and it's funny is is that was a lot more. I saw it a lot more before I had mine, but now that I have it, it kind of vanished. I don't know, maybe it was just in my head. No, I've definitely. I've, I've definitely seen that from some other yeah, people. Yeah. Actually, I've seen that more from the direction of people that are afraid to kind of position themselves as an authority figure because they aren't partnered yet. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they have that, that mindset of, well, who am I to teach this or to create this kind of content? Like, I haven't, I'm not a partner. People won't listen to me. Right. Which is sad because it's it's holding so many people back from their potential. There's a lot of cool content that could be created if people didn't let something as, as silly as a check mark hold them back. Yeah. Mm. I, it's a good it's a good goal if if you're streaming that it's a good goal to have, but once you've got it, I mean literally nothing changes afterward. Mm -hmm. Except for the emote slaps then. Yeah, those have been really nice. But mm -hmm. I think the thing is the the reason that I like to ask this question is because 
there are a lot of people who, of course, put partnership on a pedestal. Like we've got partner pushes. This is a big part of the community. People are like shoving people into the direction of, hey, give me more viewers so that we can get partnered. We're so close. You've got people that um, they they do that and then they get the check mark and then it, it completely goes the opposite direction. Right. Did you do a partner push? Did I? Kind of. I, like I said, I asked a bunch of my streamer friends for help. And yeah, I, I was probably really annoying for about two weeks there. Towards the end of the two months, I was waiting for the application to come back. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I, if, it, if I would call it a push. Yeah. Did you like advertise it as partner push? Come, come hang out. Maybe once or twice, not like every day, constantly. Yeah. I think I, I think I did. I think I did it literally once. Now that I think about it, I think there was one weekend where it was like, "Hey, come help me get partner," and advertised it that way. And then it was like that just felt weird, and so I stopped. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's no wrong answer, right? Like some yeah. people have, some people have done it. And they've seen success with it. It worked really well for them. And they had a plan for growth afterwards. And some people have have done it and it hasn't worked out for them. I, I, I don't think, yeah. you know, there's different things work for different people. And if something worked for you, you're like, yeah, awesome. That's that's great. It's different for everyone. Right. So another thing that I wanted to talk with you about is that uh, this is a, like another thing that really stands out about you is that like you're older than the standard twitch demographic which is that like 18 to 24 year old demographic okay yes i have spoken to so many people so many people that have said i can't stream because i'm too old like are you serious yes they said i can't stream because i feel like i missed the wave like i'm i missed it i'm too old now if those those people are completely wrong they're absolutely wrong i there is uh gosh i could never remember his name i think it was like the grandpa gamer or something like that and the man was literally 90 years old streaming what i actually yeah. didn't know about that oldest one. oldest oldest person i've ever seen streaming that's really awesome and and it was it, yeah I, I gosh I wish I kept track of him but um where where you going no it's it, age is just a number right right guys right <laughs> absolutely if, you, if you're if you're technically capable of doing it then do it there's going to be people that that want to watch you you know mm-hmm. so if someone is is thinking right now like i'm i'm too old to stream i'm too old to do this it's the ship has sailed for me i can't get into content creation how do they change that mindset uh stop being ageist how's that yeah <laughs> no just try it I, I tell everybody this I, and and what i think actually what really attracted me to your channel and in in watching you is the fact that you are 100% gung-ho on stuff that i just kind of like kind of half have half done in my community but not made it a goal in my community and that's anybody could be a streamer if they wanted to it's not restricted to anybody if you have a computer that's literally the only requirement is that you have a computer if mm-hmm. if you have a, if you don't have a microphone if you don't have a, a camera if if you if you think you're too old 
too young, probably. Okay, we'll go ahead and say that too young, you probably shouldn't be streaming. But <laughs> I'm very immature. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, anybody who says, oh, I can't. Uh, unless unless you're saying that you physically can't or don't want to, you're wrong. It, yeah. Every, everybody can stream. Literally. I love that. There's no reason to think that that someone couldn't, right? Like there have been right. there have been amazing examples of people that are in those older demographics and they're doing amazing things like they're growing they're they have communities they're partnered there's plenty of people in fact i might even venture to say like your average partner is outside of that standard 18 to 24 year old demographic most of the people that i see that are really like successful at the top of the charts in the streaming world they're i don't know late 20s or early early 30s 30s yeah yeah Yeah. that's really more I wouldn't say more mature necessarily, but maybe more ready to be committed to the lifestyle that it takes to do this. Yeah. Full time. Possibly. Yeah. They've kind of figured out who they are and what they want. And, and regardless, you should try streaming. If you like, there's no age limit to this. There's no, well, you have to be 13 technically. (laughs) (laughs) But that aside. And so what I tell people is, is don't expect to have, you know, anyone visit you, but just try it, you know, just do it. You never know. Try it and see if you, if you like it, if it grows on you. Because that's literally what happened to me is I just one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. And I turned on a stream and was like, okay, here I am streaming. And of course it was to nobody. Everybody starts at zero, right? So Absolutely. I just tried it out and said and wanted to see if it if it felt okay. And, and I enjoyed it and I just kept doing it. So yeah, you like chase the joy. You got to try it. Yeah. Exactly. The joy. Find the thing that you love and just do more of it. Oh my exactly. gosh. We make life so complicated, but it's really that easy. <laughs> Spend time with the people that bring you joy. Create the stuff that brings you joy. Do the things that bring you joy. <laughs> what my wife said, it's more like I don't care when you get the when you get sold and you spout nonsense. It's like I, I, the more you get old, it's like, I don't care what people think. I'm just going to do this and see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> you just do it and you don't care anymore. You, at exactly. some point, we all have to to let go of our fear of criticism and stop worrying so much about someone else might think I'm too old. Someone else might think that I'm too uh, I'm too weird. Someone else might think I'm not cool enough or attractive enough or interesting enough or entertaining enough like just do it just try it stop letting all these excuses cloud your ability to just do the things that you want in your life exactly yep push start stream see what happens if it's something that you truly love stick with it and keep learning there are a lot of resources now like it's it's there's so much information out there for so many different people uh, to be able to grow and, and create something out of this. There's no reason that you shouldn't go after it if you don't want to. I Absolutely. love that. That's Absolutely. so good. Okay, so we're going to transition into the Q&A portion of our show. So if you've been sitting on a question, go ahead and throw down those questions now. I have one last question for you, 70s. Sure. What is your number one Twitch tip? 
yeah, I saw that question and I've been thinking and we, we talked about it when you uh, before we started the uh, the podcast here. The, the, the worst advice is be yourself. But I think the best advice is be your best self. Be yourself turned up to 11. And we've talked about this before in chat. Yes. When you've been on stream is you and there was something else I, I, I want to reference to is so my number one tip is if you're going to do this you are an entertainer your job is to entertain now whether that, if that's just because you're just relaxed and chatting with people or if you're really good at a game or really bad at a game in my in my case and uh yeah. <laughs> but whatever it is is people come to your stream to be entertained first and foremost so if you're going to be yourself which is is comfortable then take the parts of your personality that you like the most and accentuate those and keep those at the forefront. Which is why I said before, if, I, if I'm not feeling 100%, if I'm feeling like 90%, I may not stream that day if I can't put on a good show. Right? It's, you need to keep and, and, and maintain, and it's not even necessarily a persona because it's still you being yourself or being weird or making noises or whatever, but just dialed up. Yeah. don't watch me just play this game. I'm awesome. I oof. anyway, I'm not going to say any names on that one. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my number one tip is, is be your best self. Don't just be yourself. Yeah. Ugh, I love that so much. It's, it's so interesting to think of like the concept that streaming is not just, turn on your camera and play video games or, or craft mm -hmm. or, or do whatever it is that you are going to do. I think like one of the, the worst mindsets you can have about this, if you want to make something out of this, because if you want to just do this for a hobby, that's a completely separate thing. You do whatever you want. You have fun and, and just enjoy it. Chase the joy. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you want to grow and and having a community and having a bunch of awesome people around you that you love and love you back is something that you want i think approaching this from the perspective of well i was going to be i was going to be playing games anyways so i thought i might as well turn on my camera is such a basic way to look at this well and that's why in in a lot of directories you have the first row is people that have a thousand down to a hundred views Second row is 100 down to 10 views. And then you just have pages of people that have one or zero. Yes. Ugh. It's so terrible. Yeah. It's awful. And some of those people probably really want it, but they're so confused. I know whenever I was sitting mm -hmm. down in the bottom of that directory, I was like, I have no idea how to make this better. I have literally no idea, but I want to. If I knew how, I would do it. <laughs> If you guys, if you guys want to, if you're just starting out and you want to make sure that you're on the first page of whatever directory you're on, get yourself five or 10 friends together and say, you will watch me at this time. If you have to pay them $5, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Get your, all you have to do is get yourself to five. If you can get to five viewers, you're set. Then yeah. your growth will take off. It's getting out of the ones and zeros. That's the big issue. Yep. You need that like and little bit of social proof that shows that people just, actually want to hang out here. Just a little, just, and that's all it takes because I'll even do that. If I'm, if I'm looking, cause sometimes I'll look through a directory and it's like all people I know or, or everybody's doing stuff I don't care about or whatever. I'll start scrolling down through 
will I watch the people that don't that only have one or zero? Probably not. Yeah, same. You know, it's like you have to put in just that just that little tiny bit of effort to get it get it to to five. What would I say about twenty people? I stream to twenty people sometimes. What's wrong with that, sire? Is there something wrong with that? <laughs> Busted. <laughs> called out <laughs> okay so our first question is from orsuna who asked pancakes or waffles oh god pancakes what and i apologize i apologize to the four people that have the word waffle in their name in my chat but pancakes i i'm upset <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna need That's team waffle to rise up and take over i need <laughs> i need some i need to see the hashtag waffle crew i can't I can't wait. And, and I got I gotta be a little more specific. We're talking banana pancakes. Banana pancakes? Okay. Mm-hmm. I could get down on some banana pancakes. Jack Johnson told me to, so I can do it. <laughs> okay, our next question was from Kisa Prime, who asked, How did you meet all the other Warframe partners? Was it at Tinacon, TwitchCon, talking on Twitch? Question mark. Uh- I met all the other Warframe partners by being in their streams, chatting with them, playing Warframe with them, by being a friendly person. I didn't actually meet anyone uh, until when I went to... Ten- we have a, a TennoCon, which is the same thing as TwitchCon, but it's for Warframe every year. And I went to TennoCon in 2017. And by the time I got there, I was already on the road to getting partnership well pack south too yes thank you dear for the correction but uh <laughs> i yeah it's just just being their streams talk to them treat them like human beings like yeah, absolutely absolutely part of it is like yeah. be be a real person like be the viewer mm-hmm. that you would want be a friend and be honest and and genuine mm-hmm. subbing like- doesn't hurt yeah, subbing if you yeah if you can. I think so many of us overcomplicate this. We're like, how do I network? How do I reach out to companies? It's do it. Oh, and reaching out to companies—that's a whole another different, separate. That is that okay? Before I go down that freaking rabbit hole, <laughs> someone stop me. <laughs> there's definitely like a difference between reaching out for you know sponsorships versus affiliate ships and and just like product partnerships or creating content together collaboration oh my gosh we could create a whole nother episode and of course there are already videos and and podcasts all sorts of stuff that is out there if you all need it about this topic but we're going to get back to our Q&A before I just freaking okay. start ranting. Because I will, I'll do it. I'll get on my soapbox about <laughs> <laughs> about reaching out to companies. Okay. Hey. Uh, Chrono asks, what's your favorite moment of all time in your streaming career? My all-time favorite moment while streaming ever. Oh, I'm going to have to think about this one. Um... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say it would be uh, we had I had my two year stream anniversary here uh, last last weekend, and these guys made me straight up cry. Oh, really? So yeah, that I think was probably they they the community put so much effort into uh, they gave me like two little videos and and uh, 
and just had Pete, they, they went to different guys and, and we're, we're asking them questions and stuff, you know, and it just, it blew my mind that they would go to that much effort. So yeah, probably when they, so my, my community manager got uh, an, an artist to make a design for a t-shirt. He, he put it up on his, on his channel, right. In Streamlabs, bought it, had it mailed here. My wife was checking the mail like a mad woman every day and surprised me on stream with a brand new t-shirt from the, for the channel. And yeah, so that's probably it right there. I was like, what are you handing me? And she walked, she was just giggling and she left. That so, is so probably awesome. Man, that whole, that whole block of 15 minutes right there so far is, is my favorite. That's beautiful. That like, I mean, yeah, conspiracy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that amount of love that you receive and especially to receive mm. something like physical, right? That, that you, mm. someone is created for you and it's such a, it's such a, it's just a physical representation of all of the effort and the work that you've put in and how much like you care about each other. And oh, mm. it's, that's such a, that's such a freaking beautiful moment. It was. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I love that. So, so yeah, much. there you go. Orsuna asked pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Oh, yes, here we with go. Ham. Only with ham. Oh, no. And nothing else. God. Ugh. It's called a Hawaiian. You can buy it. It's a thing. You know what is delicious? Pineapple on pizza. You know what's not delicious? Canadian bacon on pizza. Oh, really? Come yes. on. Canadian Anything's bacon good on is pizza. like crusty on the sides of it. It's so weird. Canadian bacon freaks me out. Give me like sausage. Give me pepperoni. Give me literally anything else. That's if you're okay. So that's if you're going a for a savory. <laughs> if you're going for savory, then yes, I could see that. But if you're going, if if you want a nice sweet ham and pineapple on like a cracker crust pizza is really good. Oh, oh, like a thin pizza. Mm. Yeah. Oh God. Mm. Uh oh. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I'm on keto. I can't have any of it. So whatever. Oh no, that's the worst. Oh, <laughs> no, I, just, is, I have to. Mm. Oh really? I, I, my doctor said you're doing this now. I'm like, okay. Aw, well that's good then. I'm glad that you're like taking steps in the right direction, taking care mm. of yourself. Trying. But also tacos. Oh God. Okay, I'm done. We, I'm done. We have we have taco we have we we have taco salad with no beans and no rice, and then we can't eat the shell. It's a sad affair, but at least we can pretend like we're having tacos. Oh, that's right too, because you can have beans. And on can keto. have refried beans. Can have rice. Well, that's not going to yeah. work for me. <laughs> that's not going to work for me. This is not a thing. Okay, 52 Chain said, the thing I find the most challenging while streaming is staying calm and maintaining that natural high from going live. Your boy needs tips Ooh. and tricks. Oh, how to, how to keep that. Yeah. It's a mindset. It's like any other mindset. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some. My, my sister's a psychologist, and, and so this is, this is something you can do to help keep yourself in, in whatever mindset you want. So I'm going to assume a lot of you are either, you know, the 18 to 24, you know, whatever is still going to college, maybe, or, or gone to school or, or have it or are older like me, have a day job. How you are at home and how you are with your friends is not how you are at school or work. 
right? You are a different person. When you go to work, suddenly your language is clean. Uh, you, you know what? You know, you know, see where I'm going with this. If, if you if you go to church, when you go to church, you you don't say the f word in church. You don't, you know, and you've trained yourself to do that. And and how you do that is simply practice and reinforcement. So when you go to stream, when you hit that button and you get that natural high and you're having a good time, if you catch yourself while you're streaming focusing too much i do this a lot where i'm just like staring at the camera and playing the video game and not talking and not doing anything you need to have a mental tick where every every few minutes you're just going how am i doing how am i doing have i ever been talking enough or too much have i been you know and it's like driving a car you need to always check through just keep checking on yourself keep saying okay am i am i am i what am how am i doing am i doing good am i doing good so if if you're finding that you're having problems staying focused on 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 streaming and filling the air and and not necessarily with nonsense but uh you know talking with chat doing something on stream with camera set yourself up a rotation where and this is what you do when you're driving a car i don't know how many of you have a car is you're looking you're looking straight ahead for a few seconds you check the rear view you check the side you look you 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 keep your head on a swivel you're looking around you need to be doing that when you're streaming. You've got you got your dashboard up, you got chat up, you got your game, you've got I've got a bunch of other stuff. Hopefully you don't have as much as I do. Um, <laughs> just rotate, just go in a circle. Okay, you're looking, you're watching game. Check your alerts, make sure you haven't missed an alert. Check your chat, see what's going on, and just just do that until it becomes natural. And I guarantee you, once it becomes muscle memory, doing all these different things that you have to do to stream, you'll have a much better time. You really will. I love thinking about streaming as like driving a car. You are. That is so true. That is such a great analogy for it. There's so many things you need to be checking in on. You need to be the you're you're driving the car like you get to choose. Mm -hmm. You make the decision of where you go. Ultimately, nobody in the backseat gets to tell you what you do. Okay, nobody. (laughs) You have ownership. You have you have the control. You have control of whether or not the car crashes or not. Right. So like, well, okay, that's like kind of a bad analogy, but (laughs) it makes sense, though. That's so good. I love that. You can relate anything to a car analogy if you try hard enough. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Samwise asks, what do you do to feel better when you feel like you've hit a wall or a rut? If if I've I hit a, if I've hit a rut or something, um just take a two second mental break and start over and say, you know what? We're gonna change games or we're gonna do this. Um I've had I've had a couple of occasions where I'll be in the middle of the stream and I'll have something happen or I'll have somebody tell me some really bad news to the point where I've had to say, you know what, guys, I need to end stream right now. That's one thing. But if you're talking about just on the normal course of a normal day and just like, man, this isn't going too well. I don't you know what am I doing? I've only got, you know, 10 people in chat. Nobody's talking. Then you need to mix it up. You need to shake it up. You need to wake up your chat. And you need to like Ashley would say, ask them an open-ended question to get them to respond to you. Change the game you're playing. Do something else. Change over to just chat. Change over to... I was going to say IRL. It doesn't exist anymore. I've been doing that for 
a week now, two weeks now. We're calling it IRL? It's just IRL. Yeah, it, it hasn't changed in my brain. Yeah, I yeah. really would like it. I, I can't call it just chatting. That's like so much extra syllables. It's, it's just chatting. We're just chatting. It's, it's just, I love how it's just chatting. Chatting really? only. No, no <laughs> blinking, no discussion. breathing. Why isn't it called nothing. discussion? Why or isn't talking, it called discussion? Or, or discourse. Why? Conversation. Yeah. Just chat. So many, so many better things they could have called it. Man. Communication. So. <laughs> it's just that extra. <laughs> uh, Sire Wiggles asks, what do you do when you run out of things to say towards the end hours of the stream? Laugh. Just laugh for no just reason. La laugh nonstop. Well, not nonstop, <laughs> but just laugh for no reason. And then that can trigger something for you to, to think about, to talk about. That'll buy you a few seconds. Just laugh. Wait, what? Okay, is this a strategy that you actually use? You just randomly yes. laugh on your stream? Yes. How many How many of you guys in chat have noticed when I'll just laugh for no fucking, just no reason? Sorry, I almost, oh, I don't know if good. I'm allowed to cuss. And am yeah, I, you're fine. Can I cuss? Yeah, go for it. Can I say fuck shit? Sure. Go, go Sure. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious just laugh you just laugh a, a lot of a lot of the things that you that you do in in your life you you have no idea how how autonomous the brain can be sometimes if you want to feel good smile you'll start feeling better even if you don't feel like smiling just smile you'll start you'll start feeling better if you don't know what you want to talk about with someone Start talking about the fact that you have nothing to talk about. Something will come up. <laughs> Just laugh. Do something. Don't let there be dead air. So true. There's also a, a strategy that I use sometimes whenever I'm feeling like I don't have as much energy. And I'll sit there and I'll smile for five or ten straight minutes before the stream starts. Because just putting a smile on your face tricks your brain into thinking you're happier than you actually are. And it can change your yep. entire mindset, your entire like reality of your stream. That blows my mind. So you use mm -hmm. that same concept where you're just randomly freaking laugh, which is hilarious because if I was sitting there and I just heard someone randomly freaking laugh, I'd be like, what is happening? That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. It's so out exactly. of place. So it makes you kind but, of laugh too. Exactly. If you want that kind of reaction, out of your, just, just do it. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Okay, so our last question here is from Sam Wise, who asked, do you have tips for getting yourself to stop replaying embarrassing things you've said on stream? Woo anxiety. Uh, embarrassing things I've said on stream. Just, you gotta, you just gotta move past it. Forgive yourself and let it go. I mean, there's, it's not something that you can, you can really teach someone other than to say, you know, it, it, it's been handled and just, it's tough. There's stuff I still think about that I've done in third grade. It comes up, right? That's how our brains work. They go, hey, remember that time you did this and did that other thing? And oh, man, you were so embarrassed. But it was to like other third graders. Who cares now, right? I don't even know any of those people anymore. But it, it you just have to go, yeah, whatever. They are. Your brains are the ultimate trolls. You just have, you have to take control of your brain is what it is. And so if something like that comes up, just just put it aside. 
say, nope, not thinking about that right now. Think about something else. Absolutely. This is like very standard, I think, social anxiety advice, which is, mm-hmm. is uh, it's be kinder to others. Okay. So this entire concept, basically the idea here is that if you are very judgmental of other people, if you, um, if you hold people to really high expectations, if people make a mistake, if they like, if you, even if you don't say it, if you internalize and you kind of like make fun of them, right? Just even silently to yourself, if you criticize those people in your own brain, uh, if you judge them, you're way more likely to have that same kind of reaction towards yourself when you make a mistake or when uh, something happens during your stream. So if something weird happens during somebody else's stream, don't judge them. Don't like, like, don't, uh, don't make fun of them. Don't, you know, don't view them as someone who is less than because right. what you do to other people is what you're going to end up doing to yourself as well. Whenever it comes to, uh, judgment, I think if you judge other people really harshly, you're way more likely to judge yourself really harshly. And so approach people mm-hmm. with like respect and love and support and realize eventually, Hey, I'm giving that to other people. Why am I not giving that to number one? And I think the opposite of that, it can be true, too. I think that happens a lot from what I see from from who I talk to is they place every other streamer on Twitch on this impossibly high pedestal. And and they get upset when they can't hit it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So so they think every other streamer is is like perfect. Yeah, oh, there. Well, you're so much better than me. Oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, don't so don't sub to me. Go over here. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, don't do that. Yeah. We're all just people. We're all just human beings. Yeah. Everyone has different things that they're good at. Everyone has things that they suck at. Everyone has unfair advantages. Every everyone. We all yeah. are on. This- here comes the here comes the tough love from a dad. Oh, dang, you might. You might suck at streaming. You might. <laughs> but that's no reason to quit. Keep trying. Keep practicing. Yeah. Listen to Ashney. She knows what to do. It's See? okay to suck, too. Like, exactly. Take, it's take totally, the negative it stigma away from sucking. It's okay for you to suck at streaming. In fact, you might suck for a long time. You might have been streaming for like three, four, five years, and you might still suck at this. That's okay. And that's why I keep playing Warframe, because I suck at Warframe. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Do the thing that you suck at. (laughs) Because then you take the fear out of it, right? If you do it, (laughs) you're not afraid of it anymore. You have exposure therapy. (laughs) There you go. Is that a thing? I guess that's a thing. Yeah, definitely a thing for sure. (laughs) Yeah, we can do one more question, Sire. Go for it. If you suck enough, you become good. Literally every single successful person, the reason that they're successful is because they sucked really hard. They sucked and then they overcame it like failing. It teaches you so much. Failure is is such an important teacher to have in your life. You got to do it. P.S. Johnny, you suck. Just kidding. Love you. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Take the fear out of it. Exactly. Exactly. Don't force yourself to be perfect. Don't force yourself to think that you have to be good at something when you first start. You're freaking learning. 
ain't nothing wrong with learning. It's just scary because you're doing it publicly. And one of the ultimate fears of a human being is that fear of criticism. Human beings are afraid of other people judging them. Like, we're afraid of of literally anyone else, opinions that don't matter, that will never change anything, even if we abide by them. Like, they're not going to change our freaking lives. They're going to make us drift further and further away from who we actually are. Like, you need to unapologetically be yourself. Unapologetically. You are freaking you. Figure out who that person is. Love that person. And don't let the potential that, like, I might suck and I might have people criticize me prevent you from going after something in your life that you really want. Like, how how dare we, right? How dare we not take our incredibly finite existence seriously? Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, the older you get, the more finite it gets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the more you feel that, oh, you know, I should probably do something at some point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. The older you get, the more likely you are to freaking take life seriously. Do something that you love that you think you will make an impact with. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be another question, Sire. But. Okay, did you did you have another? Did, oh, there we go. There it is. Okay, there it is. All right. So Sire asked, what would you say are the games that would help you in terms of growth? Games that encourage growth. So I've got two answers on, like, like just like everything else. Um, play what you want. Play what's going to keep you interested. If yeah. you are not having a good time, chat can tell. And if you are, if you are salty, that can get you some viewers. But is that the kind of community you want to build? People that think you're funny because you're salty, then they'll just try to make you salty. Um. That being said, there are obviously some games that are popular than others so i would suggest finding a genre that you like and finding the most popular game in that genre or go the complete opposite route and just dominate a directory on a game that nobody plays (laughs) you notice how that made absolutely no sense it didn't help at all it's because (laughs) it's you it's up to you. Yeah. Play play whatever game you want to play. I started playing Warframe because I enjoy it. It just happens to be this weird kind of tidal wave where, oh my gosh, it's top of the Twitch directory because they're releasing a new expansion at, at Tenocon and there's literally two million people watching till right now there's like a thousand. <laughs> yeah, it is it a monster wave. Yeah, it's, there's no consistency in the Warframe directory at all. None. Now you look at Fortnite, it's always on top, right? It's always there. If you try to start in the Fortnite directory, you're just going to get lost with everybody else doing that. If if you're doing a specialized kind of, or, you know, like a niche game that nobody else plays, somebody's going to stumble on it, or somebody will intentionally seek you out because they love that game too. Um, one of my buddies plays, uh, freaking Microsoft flight simulator 10. Who plays that? That's like (laughs) 10 years old. The directory is all his, (laughs) but literally anybody who plays Microsoft flight simulator knows. So oversaturated games it, it, it's that's what i'm saying is is if if you've got something 
Dude, he's, see, there you go. It's, I'm getting confused. This is what happens when you get older, ladies and gentlemen, is you lose track of what you were talking about. And then, like I told you, you just laugh. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. <laughs> I, yeah. So I'm, th- 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 that's your answer is, is literally stream whatever you want to stream it. But th- those are your choices. You can either dominate a directory. Uh, you could be in with the ones and zeros with everybody else streaming the same exact game. Or find a different game in that genre that maybe you'll stand out a little bit more. I love it. There's also a really good web- website called Twitch Strike, which can help you figure this out a little bit, too. That's what is this? A- I've not heard of this. Oh, it's a really good site. It's really, really helpful. You can go and see like what's popular right now, what's good to stream right now, um, and the saturation mm. of the game. So like how many channels are live versus how many viewers there are, because you want a good mix. You don't want to just stream something that has like a thousand viewers if all of the viewers are for one person. And you don't really want to stream like, obviously, you know, Fortnite, something that's super crazy saturated. Mm. It's twitchstrike.com. Twitchstrike.com. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. Uh, all right. So, 70s, where can everyone go to find you? Why, you can go to fromthe70s.tv and find all of my information, all of my social media, my Twitch link, everything fromthe70s.tv. Wow, easy. Get a website, people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. From the 70s, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate your time. You are absolutely fantastic. If you all are new here, don't forget to subscribe on whichever podcast player you are listening to this on and leave us a comment if possible. You can't do that on every single podcast platform, but if you could, it really, really does help people find the show. And if you want to come through and see these episodes live and see myself and our guests, you can go to twitch.tv slash Christ. We're live Wednesday through Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. We're never late. We never miss a stream. And we've got guests booked for every stream in February and I believe in all of March now as well. I love you all so much. I will see you next week. Bye!